I was talking with my niece recently and she was telling me how she had this important project at work that was due soon and I said important and she said yeah important and I'm pretty sure she did not say that T that's in the middle she said important so then I pointed to my shirt I wasn't wearing this shirt I was wearing a shirt with buttons and I said what is this and she said that's a button and I said button and she said yeah button I am 100% certain she is not saying the T in the word button, but she said she is. So I need to know, am I losing my mind? When it's cold outside, should I be putting on my mittens? Or does a cat have kittens? I'm not sure if, if my hearing is going because I'm getting older or if people are just no longer pronouncing letters in words. I think it's the latter. Are you ready for potfulness? Let's get to it. My guest today is 16 years old. He is a junior in high school. His name is Jack, and he has a great story to tell. He described himself as being depressed, down on the world, overweight, and the pandemic hit him hard, and he needed to make a change. And it's kind of an inspiring story of how his attitude has taken a complete 180. He's transformed his body and his mental state. And it was really wonderful to talk to him. It was also great to talk to him because he's into music and producing music and editing videos. And that's something I'm interested in. Now, I could have talked to him a lot longer, but I wanted to spare you the audience. So I still kept this episode to a reasonable listening time. But believe me, there could have been an extended version of this show. We also play a game at the end, which is a lot of fun, and there's a theme to it. And he figures out that theme about halfway through, and then the answers start coming to him pretty quickly. What else can I tell you about this episode? Oh, the music. Between segments, I like to play a little tune that's about three seconds. It's just a simple couple of notes that you've been hearing. But instead, we're going to be using Jack's music as a way to transition from segment to segment. And we'll talk more about that in my interview. So let's meet. Jack. See this beautiful world that I'm living in theory the vinyl like some of the synonyms I just been wanting up every day that I'm living in they just say it because they are not getting it. Jack, you're the first guest that's coming to us from the great outdoors. Yeah, no, I'm I got my whole studio set up out here. I don't know. I tried to edit out the wind so you couldn't hear it. Yeah, that's no, it's good. It's very effective. That's an amazing microphone. I love the fact that we can't even see your mic because it's green screened out. Yeah. <laughs> so truth be told, Jack, you are not outside. You are at in your home, right? Yep, I am. And, and you've got a little studio. You've got a green screen set up. Why is it that you've got a green screen and a good microphone? What do you like to do in your spare time? Well, it's kind of for two different reasons. The um, The microphone is mostly for music and stuff like that because I love recording music. Anyone who knows me in school probably knows that. And then the green screen was because I used to do like videos and stuff like that to just kind of get – I don't know. It was just a little other passion I have, but I don't do that too much anymore. But the microphone, it's mainly just because I want my music to sound good and be as studio quality as you can get without a studio. Okay. And and you're, so you're 16, you're a junior, but you used to what? Make videos and post them to YouTube, I assume? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It was, was it, it was a dream to become a, a, a YouTuber, which I don't think is uncommon for people. It, it was until I actually did. And then I realized that like, this is not a good job. It doesn't build a work ethic. It doesn't like, you can just, you don't have to post you. You have no responsibility and it just doesn't build you up as like a person, I guess. So that's kind of why I 
I stopped. And what was your thing when you were making videos? It was about the um, war in Ukraine. I gave like daily updates talking about different news and stuff like that that was going on. Wow. Because that was something I was interested in. And I ended up getting about 20,000 subscribers or so almost. I kind of gave out. But I haven't posted in about two months because mm. when you're kind of like – when you focus so much on like war and like stuff like that, that's kind of a surefire way to become miserable. So uh -huh. I, I kind of slowed down with that, and I focus more on other stuff now. Okay. Oh, I, I can't imagine there were a lot of young YouTubers talking about Ukraine on no. a daily or weekly basis. Not really. My mom was hoping that I could use that to like maybe get a scholarship or something, but. Okay. Well, maybe that's still a possibility. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so what are you involved with at school, Jack? In school, I helped a lot with the canned food drive kind of behind the scenes with Miss mm -hmm. Shannon. We did a bunch of stuff like that. Um, I do the best buddies club. That's it's a really heartwarming thing. And I, I love doing that. So for people and, that aren't listening, what is best buddies? I mean, that they, aren't listening. Obviously, people are listening that don't know yeah. what is best buddies. <laughs> they pair you with someone who has like an uh, intellectual disability or something like that. And okay. they just kind of help you or you just you just kind of be friends with them. It's just it's really heartwarming because I don't know. Sometimes those people, they like feel rejected by others and just being able to give someone that kind of connection is just great. And it feels great for you, too. Yeah. Is that something that you are familiar with? Have you ever been rejected in your life? Well, yeah, I mean, I kind of, I, I used to be like, I know a little more closed off, maybe about freshman year or so I was kind of okay. like, I was kind of fat. And that's why I like uh, fitness and working out now. But I was kind of I just, I had COVID hit me pretty hard. Okay. And I was already struggling like in my life before that. But then COVID kind of like sent me like all the way back. Mm. And I kind of had to build back up from there and like kind of rediscover who I was and make someone new. And I really like that person now. I like that I've been through the struggles and the hardship because it made me who I am now, which is someone that I really do love. Wow. So who were you before? I don't even you really. Describe your... Yeah. I was just kind of like. I, I don't even know. Just not good. I don't, or maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm remembering myself too wrong. I'm not sure. But, but it's not like you, it's not like your behaviors were dangerous. No, right? No. You right. It was more inside of your head in, in your mind. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Yeah. And then of course, COVID, are you messing with the colors? On I'm your playing face with right my now? white balance. I don't, I look too yellow. <laughs> Sorry. You're okay. I have a feeling Sorry. our audience is not finicky. They're going to be okay with, yeah. with how you okay. look. They're more focused on the trees and the Zen yeah. nature. And you know what? During the second segment, can we change your background for fun? Of course. Yeah, of, of course, course we, we can. can do that. Okay. But now you're mentally in a best, better place. So how did you do that? Because COVID knocked us all out and some of us still haven't recovered. So how did you recover? Well, it really just kind of, the first thing was like, I was kind of, I was overweight and that was a really thing that was weighing down on me a lot. And overcoming that was really important because I don't know, exercise to me, I'm going to talk about this later. I think maybe in the questionnaire that I filled out, I said something about oh, it. Oh yeah. But, bring it up now. This is great. Yeah. But like exercise and working out is something that's really important to me because that was kind of my freedom from that. Like I remember on the last day of the English final, I just went out and took an hour walk because it was just really beautiful outside. Mm -hmm. And that was really the moment where it kind of broke through for me and I just started walking every single day. I listened to this one yeah. album. I got it up on my wall over here, but you can't you can't see it because of the green screen. Yeah. But it was, I don't know. I just started to like being outside more just made me fall in love more with nature. And mm -hmm. once I was able to get that kind of bodily confidence down and like 
Because, like, when you're overweight, you kind of go into a room and you just feel the entirety of yourself everywhere mm. inside of the room. Like, you can, you feel like everyone's looking at you. You can feel, like, the furthest extents of your body and stuff like that. But when you, when that goes away, it's a really liberating feeling. And yeah. it felt like, even though, it, looking back at it, it probably wasn't as big of a block as I thought it was. But just having that gone was really able to help me kind of help kind of develop myself further without that obstacle in the way pretty much. And did the people close to you, did your, your mom, I know she's close to you. Did she notice a difference? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I lost like 42 pounds in three months. It was ridiculous. I was going crazy over that so, summer. But were you just not eating also? No, or was it no, I was, just I, movement? I was having breakfast, uh, a, a snack for lunch and then dinner. And then okay. I just took about an hour walk every day and then got 11 hours of sleep because it was the summer. And that really was just like a recipe for success. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Are you going to write a book about it? Are you going to no. blog about it on YouTube? Maybe this is it. This is what I'm blogging. With. This is all right. Fair yeah. enough. And you said CrossFit. Is that something you're into? Yeah, CrossFit is what I've been doing recently. I remember over the summer, I just kind of got a little bit more sad. And then I thought mm -hmm. like, I was like, Oh, maybe I'm just not a happy person or something. But then I called my uncle and he just like, he was like, yeah, no, it's because you're not working out. He's a CrossFit coach. Or he, okay. he said it a lot nicer than that. But then I started, he sent me like a workout to do. And then from there, I just fell in love with it. And I've started doing it six days a week now. And it's really, Whoa. it's the thing that like, it just grounds me, builds my foundation for the rest of the day and does everything. And it's just, I don't know. It's really everything to me. Well, also your attitude, because in your questionnaire, you said, and you, this is an exact quote from you. Every day is an amazing day in its own way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Really. Uh, I, yeah. Talk to me about that. I, I think I used to be so like negative and like hating everything. I was like, I have depression. I have tripolar disorder, like all this stuff. And then, sorry, uh, <laughs> I didn't okay. transition into We're all adult adults mode. Here, sort of. yeah. yeah. And, um, I kind of like just really hated who I used to be. So I kind of just do the opposite of everything that I used to do. And now I'm, I mean, I am really just naturally positive. It's not like I'm faking it or anything, but it's really your mindset has so much control over everything that you do. And I don't know, I feel like, and it was just that walk. It was that walk outside. Really? Really? Was, yeah. It was just that. It. it just makes you feel a lot more connected with the world when you're out in nature. And when you feel a part of the world that you're in, that's just something that it's a feeling that you can't replace. It's just really cool. So then it's very difficult to be happy 100% of the time. So what happens in those moments where you feel yourself slipping back? How do you? I write music. Like, That's what I write do. write music. Instead of thinking in my head, I think on a piece of paper. Because mm -hmm. when you're thinking in your head, you can be like get stuck in thought loops. Like you forget some stuff. You keep overthinking different aspects. And then you forget what that you were overthinking. And you go over here. And it's just this whole like sea of conflicting words and stuff. But if you actually write it down, you can see everything that's going on and you have a list of everything. And once you can see it and what you're actually thinking about, then it's less scary. Then it's, it's actually there and you can visualize it. And you say you write music to also deal, uh, between segments. I play this very short little instrumental song. How about yeah. for this episode? Can we use your music as the, I was, uh, I was official? hoping you'd say that. I was literally thinking about that when I was brushing my teeth earlier. Sure. Yeah. All right. You're going to have been... to send me three different songs. Okay. And I'm not yeah, going to use all of them, of course, but mm -hmm. do they need then... to be clean? Do they need to be clean? I can make clean um, versions. I'll just cut yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it won't be. It won't be a very long snippet of it. 
Okay. But at the end, we can tell people where to go to listen to more. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I, I know you've got thoughts on social media. I want to get to that. But before we do, is there anything that you'd like to ask me? I like to end the interview portion, the interview segment with an opportunity for my guests to ask me any question. Something that I always like think I'd want to ask my mom, but I just never think about it is like, do I say thank you enough? And oh. so do you think, do you think a, being a parent is really like a, a thankless job or do you think, I don't oh, know. That's a great some, question. Kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in the beginning, no, because you know, y your children don't owe you anything, right? I, I don't feel like my boys, I have two boys. I don't feel like they owe me anything. I owe them. I'm the one that made the decision with my spouse to bring these two into the world. Right. Uh, and I don't feel like they owe me anything. And when they're young, the rewards are constant, just a smile, a giggle, that kind of stuff. When it would come, it would just fill your world. Right. Uh, but now you do things for your boys, whether it's uh, fill up the gas tank all the time or, you know, yep. put food on the table and watch them eat like wild men and a little gratitude would be nice. Uh, that's kind of my love language. We all have different love languages, Jack, right? And so mm -hmm. mine is feeling like I'm of value to someone. So I don't need constant validation, but I like, hey, Mark, I appreciate you. Or, hey, dad, thank you for taking me to dinner. One son is a little better at it than the other. Um, <laughs> but it's not a thankless job uh, because I put a lot of work into it. And I feel like I put a lot of love towards them and it's been reflected back to me. But that's a really good question. So if you're wondering if you show enough gratitude and appreciation, maybe you're not. So after this segment, I know you mentioned your uncle. Get on the phone with your uncle. Uh, you know, let your mom know that you appreciate them, especially if you do. Yeah, no, you know? I definitely so, do. I do let them know. But gratitude is something we should all probably show a little bit more of. Mm-hmm. I would think. Well, that's a very good question, Jack. Thank you for that. And now we're going to move to another segment where we talk about what you're streaming, but we're also going to listen to a little something you created. Yeah. I don't care what they've been saying. I think that you may be made for me. I'm never playing. I know perfect spots of when we're dating. Perfect go for me and perfect promise that I love you, baby. All right, Jack, I know you have thoughts on social media. I also noticed you changed your background. We went from autumn. Now we're into winter for those oh, that are just listening. Cold. I know. I'm chilly. Look at that snow on the trees. That looks pretty. Uh, so tell me about, first of all, you're a reader, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you're reading a book right now by Rick Rubin. Yeah, it's a really wonderful book. I think the first the first quote really summarizes it the best. It says, the goal of, cre I'm going to misquote this, but the goal of um, being an artist is not to create art, but it's to be in the wonderful state that makes art inevitable. And that really hmm. like sums up the whole thing that it's talking about in the book. And I, I really enjoyed the book. Yeah. It's, it's good so far. I'm about halfway through, but... There's just a lot of stuff to overcoming like creative challenges and okay. I don't know, it's good. And for people that don't know, he is a music producer. Yeah, you just right? heard some. He, oh, yeah, you, I, <laughs> did you say I just heard some? You just played some Rick Rubin? No, no Jack. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about to... me, my bad, sorry. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, sorry. Do you, are off. you Rick Rubin? Maybe, I don't know, I could be the next Rick Rubin. That'd be great, but he's a music producer and he's responsible for bringing who to us like everyone <laughs> About everyone ha really half the big like hits from the past 30 years okay what artists are you into uh my favorite artist is uh artist named yeet 
He's really he, good, and like I just I really love the vibe of his music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Roddy Rich, uh, okay. DaBaby, Gunna, Young Thug, like some of the other more more like basic ones, Lil Uzi, and yeah, it's so hip hop is where you where you find your groove then, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I have a soft spot for like. 2006 emo rock and jimmy buffett those are like the two other like and the zach brown band those are like the other like ones that i kind of like the my guilty pleasures that's hilarious yeah jimmy buffett for a long time didn't he tour with the baby no i'm just kidding definitely not <laughs> no 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 how did you get into jimmy buffett uh it was just what my dad always played he, he'd always play that when i was young and now a bunch of the songs just remind me of being a kid and i like listening to him well if you if you do music have you ever sampled a jimmy buffett I did. Tom? I made the, I, it was like two years or a year and a half ago. I made this song called Young Jimmy, where uh-huh. I sampled this one called like, oh, which one was it? It was Banana Republic. So I sampled that. I sped it up and put some drums on it. I never released it, but I I probably should have. I don't know. Yeah, that might right. have been fun. I'd like to give that a give that a listen. Sure. Um, as far as usage on your phone, I think you said it was like one to two hours. Yeah, which that is low for a sixteen year old. Mm-hmm. That's something I've been trying to uh, fix recently. Like, I got this app that lets you put time limits on stuff. So I put an eight minute time limit on Instagram, 12 minutes on YouTube, five minutes on Snapchat, and then five minutes on Google Photos because I, I don't know why I just look at photos when I'm bored. Okay. But I'm just trying to limit my usage to just make more room for more important things. Like, I go on Google Docs and write songs instead. Or something. Yeah, good. That's, kind of, that's what I'm trying to fight. Well, it's funny you say eight minutes. Really, that's probably enough anyway. I mean, yeah. you, you you thumb through things and you end up seeing a different version of the same thing. Yeah, and then you just get lost in the explore page and you start looking through stuff. Like that's happened to me too many times, and I just I don't want that to happen again. Yeah, it gives enough time to like answer messages or okay. stuff like that. But that's really it. But YouTube, because you are a creator, you probably mm-hmm. have favorite YouTubers. Yeah, yeah, I do. And I like- have I heard of any of them? I don't know. Did I put them in the form or was that something else I filled out? No, you you did. I'm just curious. Like, I, should I know Patrick CC? No, I, I just like <laughs> he makes videos about like music and stuff like that. That's okay. really what I watch. I watch like videos about music and I don't, I don't really watch a whole ton of YouTube, actually. Like if I do, I just kind of find some random video and put it on in the background while I'm like doing something else. But yeah, I like videos about music and because sometimes it's a little easier to like have someone else tell you what's good than to actually have to go out and find everything. But you know, it's funny you say that Jack season one of potfulness. That's exactly what I did. I brought on friends to talk about their favorite podcasts. So it would save people time from having to try to figure out what to listen to. Yeah. And then they just talked about their favorite podcasts. There you go. And now maybe people like you, if you're talking about your favorite YouTuber, somebody might be uh, more willing to go online and look that person up. Mm -hmm. So you're in a music production. So question is number one, Mac or PC PC. PC. And so what is your editing software? Uh, FL Studio. It's the main program that I, I've used for like four years now to make all my music. And it's just, it's just a good versatile program. I could probably start using like uh, Logic or Pro Tools. Those are the other two. Like Those are big, big time. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I like FL Studio more, I think. Yeah. So for, for people who may not be familiar with music or video editing software, there's like intra-level stuff. Like I have GarageBand on my Mac. I love GarageBand. It does what I need it to do. Yeah. But when you want to up it a notch, 
then you go to the stuff that the programs that you were using and you can get lost in there. I mean, yeah, I don't know how those programmers create. I know, I know like 3% of the program. Like there's probably so That's much stuff saying. that I don't even know. And like YouTube tutorials can unlock like another 2% every time you watch one of those. Right. But right. It's know. insane how much it's capable of doing really. So mm -hmm. with social media, you're limiting yourself, which is great. What is the good in social media? What good comes out of it? I think it's easier to be connected to people more often. Like if someone like posts something cool that they did on their story or something, you can have a bunch of people like message you and say, yo, that's really cool. When they probably wouldn't have seen that or said that mm -hmm. before. And it's kind of nice. Like that's, that's the good part of it is that it does allow for a lot of connectivity, but sometimes that can be good and bad too. Yeah. Well, what is the bad? What is the, when you think of social media and the worst part of it, what is the worst part of it? When you're like talking on a screen or typing like on a keyboard or something, it doesn't feel like you're actually there. So you'll probably say things that you wouldn't normally say. Like it could be worse or like more mean, or there's, there's people mm -hmm. I know that like, I'll see them in comment sections just being like really weird. And like, I don't know. It's just kind of like, I don't know. There's stuff that you wouldn't say and people do say it online. And I think that's kind of the, disconnect from talking in like real life and online that I don't like. Yeah. People get very judgmental and very mean. That's the part that I don't like. I don't yeah. know why we have to be so judgmental about what other people are choosing to share or what they're wearing or where they're spending their time or the food they're eating. Everything gets picked on mm -hmm. online. So do you find it awkward or strange that you might have connections or friends, whatever Instagram, what do you call it? Contacts, connects, uh, follows followers yeah okay but then when you get to school you don't even talk to those people right? yeah like you pass somebody in the hallway who you're friends with on instagram and you don't even acknowledge i know yeah you can know so many people without even knowing them that's the yeah. weird thing about social media right right so um what do you think social media could do what kind of tweak could be made to make it a better place <laughs> I don't know. I think honestly, getting rid of the algorithm would be the best thing because what I've noticed from the Instagram algorithm, like randomly in my explore page, I started to get the explore page is just a bunch of random posts that Instagram thinks you'd like. Mm -hmm. I just started getting a bunch of random ones about beer and like alcohol. And it was almost like he was trying to just like subconsciously like put that in my head. And there's other ones. I've made a new account and strategically liked certain posts that are like negative. And it just fills your feed with like negativity and insecurities and stuff like that. And I feel really bad for kids who get stuck into that trap. And then when you're surrounded by so much negativity, yeah. it kind of like makes you feel more negative. So you don't do other things and then you spend more time on the phone. And then when you're on the phone, you're just going to keep seeing the negative posts. and You're just going to keep getting negative feeding and, negative and feeding you. Yeah. Well, what do you think is next for social media? If you could predict the next craze, what do you think it's going to be? That's a good point because, like, I don't, I'm not really up to date with, like, the newer stuff. Like, I do Instagram, Snapchat, but, like, I don't – I think there's something called Be Real. I, I don't do Be Real. Yeah, Be Real. Real was big for a year. I think it's kind of faded out now. I don't really hear about people doing that. And the yeah. idea – so explain to people what the idea is with Big Real. Be, yeah. I don't what even is it called? Know. Be Real? I, I, yeah, I've never be even Real. looked at it. I think it just gives you, like, you'll get a random notification that says, take a picture now, and it's supposed to be, like – you being real or just being where you are or something, but that's right. I don't yeah. Know. The idea behind it is that with social media, you sometimes make sure you have the best angle and the best lighting and it doesn't feel authentic, but be real. It's just, okay, now it's time to be real. Take a picture of what you're looking at and take a picture of yourself. 
And mm. what it ended up being, Jack, is because I was doing it for a little bit and I stopped after probably two weeks. It was just a lot of pics, a lot, of, a lot of people taking a picture of their computer, <laughs> and then just them at their computer. And so I thought, oh man, when people get real, it really is just us in front of our technology. I know that was a yeah. downer. It is, and then it encourages some people to like be doing crazy things, or they are like go out and have like fun with friends or something, and make sure they keep checking to make sure if that notification comes up. Yeah, and then they always try to make they tell everyone to pose or something. It almost makes you be more fake to to like be real or something. Yeah, that's and right. It takes you out of the moment if you're always thinking about like, oh, what am I going to post on this when you're out with your friends? You're not going to like have fun. So are you pretty good about not about I don't, using your phone? Whenever I'm, I have like people over, I just turn my phone off. Like unless I'm gonna show them something, I don't be on my phone. That's like one of the things that I hate the most is when like you're hanging out with someone or talking to someone and they just like just get on their phone for like five minutes or something. That's not. Yeah. I really don't enjoy that, and I don't want to do that to anyone, so I don't do that. Yeah, yeah it certainly dominates our lives. Um, before we move on to the game time, is there okay. any TV show that you think is the greatest TV show that you've ever seen? <laughs> The only one I've even watched in like the past 10 years or so is Breaking Bad. And that, that was a okay. really good show. But I watched it like, I think two years ago. I don't know. Oh, it's good so though. good. Yeah, so it's a great show. That For some reason, can I tell you a little trivia about that show? Yeah. Uh, first of all, I started watching it because I really liked Malcolm in the Middle. And I thought, oh, the dad from Malcolm in the Middle has got a new show. It's going to be funny. Breaking Bad <laughs> nope. was not funny, nope. but um, but Netflix keeps track of when TV shows become bingeable. What th that binge moment? And from what I heard, from what I read in Breaking Bad, you remember the scene? It was in the first season where they were trying to get rid of a body in the bathtub. Yeah, and and then the tub came through the floor and crashed down to the the first floor of the house. That was a moment that Netflix says that people were hooked. That's what hooked them. Really? Isn't that kind okay. of interesting? So they're able to track that sort of data. Like That's when people really go from just casually watching a show to I'm in it for the next two weeks. That's scary. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. There's so much data out there. All right. Well, we are going to listen to a wonderful little song as we transition to our next segment, which is game time. Jack, that was a jam. I know. I mean, I, I haven't heard the song yet, but I'm one. assuming it is. You, what'd you say? I put a lot of effort into that yeah, one. I know, I know you did. And we've changed scenes now. We are no longer in wintertime. Now we're looking up at a, a, a sunny day, right? Home. Yeah, this is, where, this is where I am every day. Uh, is this a picture that you took? Yeah, yeah. All the pictures, okay. I took all of them. Okay, good. I don't have to worry about copyright issues? No, no. <laughs> okay, perfect. Well, Jack, we're going to play a game right now. And this game is called Need... For speed. Pop focus. So you're going to have two minutes on the clock. And what I'm going to ask is I'm going to ask you as many questions as possible within that two-minute time frame. And then you try to answer them. Uh, is there a prize waiting at the end, you might be asking? The answer is no. Oh, there is okay. not. Uh, but if anyone out there wants to sponsor our game time segment and provide outstanding prizes for our contestants, please reach out. And since we do not have a sponsor, Jack, unfortunately, you will be winning nothing today except the admiration and love from all of those around you. Good. The, the prize was the pleasure to be here. Okay. All right. Excellent. All right. I'm going to put two minutes on the clock. All right. I'm also going to try to keep track of your answers as I'm going through this. So we'll see how this works. All right. Here we go. Two minutes on the clock. And we begin now. Who was the seventh president of the United States? James Madison. Madison. Okay. 
Who is the singer uh, that ruled the pop charts with songs like Billie Jean, Thriller, and Ben? Michael Jackson. I almost okay. said Jordan. <laughs> what, no, no. what is the card game called with the objective of getting 21? Blackjack. Okay. The flag of the United Kingdom is also known as? Union Jack. Okay. This fruit, a species of tree in the fig, mulberry, and breadfruit family, is the largest tree fruit. Pineapple? Pineapple, okay. Mm -hmm. A person who dabbles in many things is called? A hobbyist. Hobbyist, okay. Sorry, I'm writing that down. Uh, a burly man with a checkered shirt who chops down trees is called? Lumberjack. Okay. He starred in School of Rock and also fronts a band called Tenacious D. Do these all have my name in it? I don't know. Uh, We've got a minute um, left. I, I skip. I don't know. Skip. Okay. We can maybe come back to that one. Uh, a carved pumpkin is also known as this. A jack-o'-lantern. In winter, you wear a scarf around your neck, a hat on your head, and this covers your upper body. Jacket. Oh, the other the, one was jack-of-all-trades. That one. <laughs> the singer-songwriter okay. scored hits with Doctor My Eyes, Lawyers in Love, and Somebody's Baby. Uh, I don't know. Okay. That's all right. This 1988 thriller star starred Carl Weathers as the lead character. What was the movie called? I'm not sure. This Apple TV show stars Idris Elba and takes place on an airplane. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. <laughs> on the other. Okay. This is something your friends might say to you when they greet you. Hi, Jack. On the other side, on one side of your computer where you plug in your headphones, you'll find this. The audio jack. Okay. This treat is sold at baseball games and is tastier than popcorn. Jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> so I couldn't think. Jack-o'-lantern. We have just run out of time. Okay. That was very, very good. I didn't even get to some of the other questions, but that's fine. So let's review your answers, Jack. And yes, all of these questions had something to do with your name. Who was the seventh president of the United States? You said Madison. It was Andrew Jackson. Jackson. Okay. <laughs> Who ruled the pop charts with songs like Billie Jean and Thriller? You got that one right. Michael? Jackson. Jackson, not Jordan. The <laughs> card game that the objective is to get 21, you said? Blackjack. That is correct. The flag of the United Kingdom is known as? Union Jack. That is right. Then I asked you a question. This fruit is a species of tree in the fig, mulberry, and breadfruit family. I think you said pineapple. Yeah, what, fr what fruit has Jack in it? Jackfruit. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, it's a fruit. I've never had it, but it does exist. <laughs> a person who dabbles in many things is called? A jack of all trades. You did not get that initially. You said hobbyist, but you went back to it, so yeah. you get credit for that one. Partial credit. The burly man with a checkered shirt and chops down trees? Lumberjack. Lumberjack. You got that one right. A carved pumpkin is also known as a? Jack-o'-lantern. Uh-huh. In winter, you wear a scar scarf around your neck, a hat on your head, and you cover this with your body, or your body is covered by this. A, a jacket. jacket. The yeah. singer-songwriter who scored hits with Dr. My Eyes, Lawyers in Love, and Somebody's Baby, which is an amazing song, Jackson Brown. Okay, I didn't know that. The 1988 thriller with Carl Weathers, he was Apollo Creed in the original Rocky movies. Oh, okay. That yeah, movie was called Action Jackson. Jackson, okay. <laughs> The I've TV. I wrote a bar about that movie, but I've never seen it before. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's worth your time. The TV show on Apple TV that stars Idris Elba and takes place on a plane is called Hijack. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And then that's also a way that you your friends greet you. <laughs> they say, Hijack. <laughs> on the computer where you plug in your headphones, that's an 
Audio Jack. Jack. He got that one right. A treat sold at baseball games that's tastier than popcorn. I believe you said jack-o'-lantern. Yeah, what what is that? You snack on jack-o'-lanterns? The answer was Cracker Jacks. Oh, okay. Cracker Jacks. Yeah, I could not think of anything. You did surprisingly well. It is hard to answer questions on the spot like that. But I like how as soon as you figured out the theme, you were on it. There we go. Yeah, it, it just it unlocked a new thing in there. Yeah, you did very, very well, Jack. Thank you for playing that game. Yeah, thank it you. It took it me fun. a lot longer to create it than it did to play it. <laughs> I can yeah, tell you that more than much. two minutes, definitely. So where can people check out your music? Uh, on Spotify under the name Noble. I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm kind of up and coming, so it probably won't show up as the first thing. But if you look up Noble Late Autumn Nights, that'll be the most recent EP that I dropped and you can click on that and then that'll take you to my page and that's also just the most recent thing that I've released I think I think that's cool, that's cool. it, it, that's it was like it, it was a cool project but what I'm making now this is kind of this may be generational I don't know you, you've heard okay. snippets of it throughout this but I've really unlocked like a new kind of sound here I could go on and on about this but I don't know how much time we have left no I think that we can we explore it at, at Noble did you post some of these new songs on Spotify uh, not yet. These are, um, this is something I released back in November, but okay. every stuff I've been making now is good. Okay. But like my two the other favorite, stuff is terrible. Everything before this one's terrible, <laughs> but <laughs> this, I don't like anything like two seconds after I put it out. And that's how I know that this album's kind of decent because I still kind of like it. Yeah. And, right. You're not tired of it. Yep. Yeah. I get yeah. that. There are songs that I've written and produced before. I say, hey, gosh, I don't like this. That it's means like, nobody's going to like it. It's like you missed that note, that note, that note. It's like, it's just, I don't know. Well, it's been a lot of fun talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank really you for great. coming on the show and spreading the word about podfulness and next week we're gonna have another exciting guest jack will you tune in and listen of course i've watched all of them so far all right awesome and we will see everybody and talk to everybody next week on another episode of podfulness